The following is a production by Cutting to the Chase Podcast. Sean Holland, Cubs insider and also host of Holy Cow, a Chicago Cubs podcast and the Emergency Goalies, a Chicago Blackhawks podcast. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. How have you been? I've been pretty good. So I was curious, you live in Montana. How'd you become such a Cubs and really a Chicago sports fan? Uh, It's a family thing. My uh, grandfather, big Cubs fan, gave it our whole family. Then my uncle became a Blackhawks fan. Because he moved to Chicago, so that's how I got it, yeah. And uh, I know you're also a Rams fan in the NFL, Lakers fan. So are you feeling good about the Matt Stafford uh, addition out there? You know, Goff was one of those guys that, like, he'd be good and he'd be bad. And when he was good, you felt pretty good. But there are a lot of times he was bad. But I don't know about Stafford. I mean, he's been in Detroit for, like, what, 10 years? And it's like... Detroit's never good, but is it because he had no one to work with? I don't know. I do think it's more Detroit than Stafford, but he's also been injured a lot. We'll see how it plays out. But obviously the reason I have you on today is the Cubs uh, season starts Thursday against the Pirates. So I I know no win is guaranteed, but I swear they don't at least take that first series against Pittsburgh. But uh, so anyway, and this podcast might be up before... Well, it'll be up before the season starts. I don't know if spring training will have ended yet. But regardless, we've already had a lot of roster moves happening. So obviously, I think the big one was Nico will be starting the year yes. at AAA. Uh, and I kind of, well, I don't know if I forgot, but once I really remembered, oh, yeah, there won't be minor league games happening, at least until mm-hmm. May. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's not, a, it's not even like you could say he's going to get any seasoning or whatever down there. We all know why he's pretty much going down there. Uh, yes. He would have to stay. It's about the money. Yep, 36 days uh, that he would need to stay in the minor leagues. Basically, the Cubs would have an extra year of control. So he'll probably be up sooner than later in 2021. But David Bodie will be the starting second baseman. So we'll start there. We would probably prefer Nico to be the starting second baseman day one. But the mm-hmm. Cubs, regardless, are saying they think they have the best 26 on the roster. How do you like Bodie as the starting second baseman? You know, I don't mind Bodie at second base, but the one thing is always going to be the strikeouts. He strikes out a lot. He's got that hole in his swing on high fastballs. And I mean, can he figure it out? I mean, I like he can walk. He can get, he's got some power. He's a good defender. So, I mean, clearly I think it's a financial thing with, with Nico. That's why he's been moved. So obviously, but I'd much rather have Bodie than Eric Sogard playing. So that's just my personal, I mean, no, what do you think? I think Bodie is obviously a serviceable major league player. I think he's kind of the perfect utility infielder bench off the bench kind of a guy. I think he's the kind of guy that could get hot, especially for like a month. So I think they could do, like you said, I think they could do worse than, you know, having mm-hmm. Bodie at second base. And I think obviously 
probably whether or not it's exactly that 36th or 37th day or so that they can bring up Nico to keep him under the, you know, the full season basically for the contract stuff. Uh, whether or not he's up right then or maybe he does play some minor league games starting in May. <laughs> I think Bodie can be all right. But what happens, of course, if he yeah. gets hurt or he struggles, I guess Sogard gets in there. So, eh, we'll see. I guess I'm not... Uh, I'm not as bothered. I mean, obviously, I'd rather have Nico up there. I'm curious to see how Nico does in a full season because last year was he was a Gold Glove finalist, and obviously defensively, yes, but the bat did like the bat did suffer a little bit. So yeah, as the year went on, and yeah, it's going to be interesting anyway because without minor leagues last season, I'm curious to see how mm-hmm. everybody does this year. Uh, it. I think the major league players for a full season, they'll be able to adjust back to 162, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be weird. It's going to be interesting with, uh, you know, I was talking with Greg Huss also from Cubs insider and Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about the minor leaguers, but we were talking in general about just the adjustments and probably more injuries, pitching staff. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the first month plays out. The year goes on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Eric Sogard, as we talked about, will be on the bench. They mm-hmm. got rid of uh, Aldemaro Vargas. I think I'm yeah. saying that name right. He was DFA'd. A little bit, yeah. A little bit surprising. Yeah. And Matt Duffy is going to actually be on the roster where you, su- you were surprised about, I'm assuming, with Duffy making yeah, yeah, a game. And, yeah. That's like um, they're leaning towards the veterans. And I don't know. That's like a, trying to balance it out, or, but they're leaning veteran. For these picks so i guess that's what they want to do yeah it's gonna be it'll be interesting yeah i saw bleacher nation actually just before we started recording he was asked on twitter by someone else about mm-hmm. you know the vargas versus duffy and he was saying you know all you can presume i guess like you said is that they're kind of going with the veteran aspect of duffy yeah, yeah. even though there's a lot to like with vargas but uh, you know, just like Cameron Mabin, Cameron Mabin was let go and then brought back on a minor league deal maybe the same thing happens with vargas if he can clear, that's yeah, a big exactly. thing. Can he clear waivers? And mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he will. If didn't Maven get signed? He got re-signed, right? Yeah, he's he's brought. Yeah, he was back. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought back. He'll be on the minor. He'll be he'll be he'll be heading to the alternate site. See, so yeah, that's surprising. I'm surprised he made it. David Ross was talking about. You know, he was very happy here that Maven was back because he's just a great person, which is awesome. It is surprising because you would have thought that Cameron yeah, maybe would have had is. other options, but maybe he feels like he'll be able to make the major league roster sooner than later. You would think someone would grab him. Yeah. He must think so, yeah. Also saw the Braves release Jason Kipnis, obviously last year with the Cubs, kind of a reunion, hometown reunion mm-hmm. for him. Of course, short season, no mm-hmm. fans, but yes, kind yes. of wondering where he might end up. Yeah, you know, you almost thought about, would he go back to the Cubs? But then you're thinking, nah, probably wouldn't. Right, exactly. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing for a second, but then I was like, probably not. But yeah, Sogard. And Sogard. Sogard is that, yeah. Yeah, Sogard is like this year's Kipnis. Yeah, exactly. Although I think you would probably take Kipnis's bat. I would, yes. I would take it, yes. Although Sogard is supposed to be good defense, so I don't know. Yeah, so there's that. Maybe defensively similar to. He's like a poor man's Nico in a way. Maybe the guy can hold his own defensively. Maybe he can luck into a few good at bats but we'll see how that plays out but with the rotation we know that it's set with the ace kyle hendricks leading it off then jake yes. arietta zach davies trevor williams and see, I, like in that I like davies in that i like really so. good to see him getting a shot but arietta i mean i just don't know if like yeah were you surprised that arietta was second well i think that was more of a we gotta have the two change up sure. 
specialists, we should probably split them up. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was like Arietta is the second best pitcher, but I could be wrong. But no, I just don't trust Arietta. Like even like at the end of his Cubs time, he was starting to kind of decline, and he's been very like when he was in Philly, it wasn't good. So now you want him to, can he recapture the magic? And it's like, I think he probably can, but, well, I don't know. Like, could he be a solid third starter? I think so. But it could also go bad. True. If you know what I mean. Exactly. I, I It's funny to me because him and Strope are back. I think I, I, think I mentioned this on your podcast. I might not mm-hmm. have. I can't remember. But I know I said it recently. It was, it was like... Him and Strope are both together on the team at the same time, mm-hmm. just like the first time. Now, again, yeah, just like, the like old you days. said, I don't expect, yeah, I don't expect. Now, Strope, I hope he does have a really good year. Uh, and same with Arietta, of course. But mm-hmm. yeah, while I, while I don't expect, of course, 2015 or 16 or even 17 Arietta, I do think he could be a little bit better than Philly. The Magic, mm-hmm. everything clicked in Chicago. So, I mean, so maybe just the comfort and being familiar with Chicago and all that magic just comes back. Yeah, didn't he have like an elbow operation or something? He did, yeah. Like a bone yeah. spur. Yeah, that was like he limiting him in Philadelphia. So maybe, you know, of course, we say that's recording when he was getting kind of roughed up in spring training today, but, you know. He did have an elbow injury. So, yeah, hopefully he's healthy and ready to go. I The, the rotation is interesting to me. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm good with Hendricks. I think Arietta. De- I think Davies can be very interesting. And, of course, Adbert Alzali. Yeah, I think he could. 26 years old. It's awesome that he made the rotation. Uh, it's his time to prove himself. David Ross was saying after his Thursday start against the Dodgers that he looked like a MLB starter, scoreless mm-hmm. in his stint through three. Two runners that he left on base scored. But in general, then it's encouraging from what Ross said. And Alec Mills goes to the bullpen. And of course, that's a guy that threw a no-hitter and he could come into the rotation. Yeah, what do you think of Trevor Williams? Do you think that could be? Because he killed the Cubs at one point. Yeah, I don't really know what to expect from him. I know he killed the Cubs or had some success against them recently, so hopefully he can bring some of that juju to Wrigley and have that success against or to the opposition when he's pitching against the uh, other teams. But uh, yeah, wasn't his dad also a fan yes. of the Cubs? I remember he was like a big fan of that signing. Yeah, like he's a they're like huge Cubs fans. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm intrigued. I think that's. I've been intrigued about the offseason ever since the Jock Peterson, Arietta mm-hmm. thing started. So I'm like, all right, this team is like an 85, yeah. 90 win team in my mind, maybe. And, you know, I feel like the rotation is, mm-hmm. it's got question marks, but I feel like they could get enough out of the rotation. So I don't know what to expect out of Trevor Williams, but I. It could be solid, yeah. Yeah. So what have you noticed from him just from this spring or even just from your work doing your podcasting and, and Cubs Insider? They're saying he's working harder on like um, sinking fastball. So I'm hoping he can get a lot of ground balls. But he was really good um, 2018 and just awful the last two years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like, can they salvage that? Was it just being in Pittsburgh? Like, but I don't know. Hopefully, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So he'll be the four starter. Alzali will be five. And then Mills swing. Yeah. yeah, and then Mills can be that extra starter if someone in the rotation goes down or gets injured. You would assume he'd be the next guy. Dude, on I, I've always liked Mills. Yeah. I kind of liked him last year, too. Like, I don't mind him starting, but... Uh, oh, yeah. I think he's like a perfect bottom of the rotation kind of guy. I think he's like a perfect four or five starter. Did he last a whole year? So he'll be in the bullpen, and then Shelby Miller is another one. 
Uh, he was the guy that was traded for Dansby Swanson. Yes. Do you think that he can kind of get it together and get some of that magic back? Almost traded for um, Javi Baez, if you remember. Oh, yeah. That was the right. reported on trade. Baez for Miller by Gordon Whitmire. And turned out not to be true. But, yeah, um, if he can throw hard, if he can throw hard, like get his velocity, he's an interesting guy. But he's been hurt a lot. So, you know, I don't mind. I mean, they're going to stash him in AAA to start. So, But I think he will get some time for the Cubs. But we'll see. Brad Wick was also optioned. And Dylan Maples will be in the bullpen. Uh, can he finally harness it this season? I mean, do you think he's actually going to be able to have I control? I just don't. I can never see him. I mean, it just doesn't feel like it's ever going to happen. Maybe I'll be wrong. But it just doesn't feel like he's just too wild. Once one outing, you know, they'll strike out the side. Next outing, three walks. And it's just like, could you ever trust him in a big game? Like in the seventh inning, like Cubs up three. I wouldn't trust him. Right. So where do you use him? Yeah, it's going to be like he's probably going to be one of those guys that comes in mop up, whether you're up big or down big, just to see if he can get you out of the inning. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, would you trust him? No, you never would. Hopefully he can harness it, but we'll see. I'm not too uh, encouraged. But I feel bad because he's he's been in the minors for how long and been like a long journey. And but yeah, it's just can't trust him. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, exactly. How do you feel about Craig Kimbrell closing games? Same way, but I mean, like he finished good last year. But it's like I think he might be a slow starter. Like he's got to ramp up. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like mm-hmm. they just threw him in last year. There was no spring training the year before they signed him in june so it's just like yeah maybe he needs to ramp up i don't know that dude is cursed when it comes to spring training like you said uh last year there was no it was abbreviated spring training the year before that no spring training i feel like for the last Mm -hmm. couple of years it's been he just needs a normal spring training and finally he gets it but it might be a little bit too late this year now normal spring training again yes yeah and this year he finally had it i guess technically Mm -hmm. but now he's maybe a little bit old (laughs) yeah so i guess we'll see if he starts out better this year. Yeah. What would you say? So what would you say your weakness or strengths are of this team looking at it? Do you feel better about the offense? Jock has been on fire. He hit another home run today. If they're going to win, it's going to be on offense. That's my, my, my theory this year. They're going to have to hit their way to victory. Because I, you know, I don't trust their bullpen at all. The starting, like, you know, starting pitching is solid. I could see it. It could go bad. But I can see it being good. But I don't trust the bullpen. So the lineup I like. I like the hitting on paper. So we'll see. But I like it. So I think they're going to have to get at the slug their way to victory. Yeah. Do you think Rizzo's extension gets done before the season or at least inside the season? I think it does. I think if anyone is going to sign, it'd be Rizzo. Agreed. Out of all the free agents. Because I don't know about... I thought maybe Javi, but mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. Not at least not yet. Not probably not until after the season at this point. And then of course the Bryant situation will always sit out there until something happens there. Yeah, Scott Boris. Yeah, so that's gonna be another interesting storyline. But you know, I'm just glad the season's about to start finally for real. I'm curious to see how it all plays out. And I hope the offense actually is back this year though. I'm excited about Jock, though. The dude's on fire. Hopefully, it translates into the regular season. But I just hope that maybe that's the change. Maybe that's a wrinkle that fixes the offense. 
yeah, maybe like go from Schwarber to him. Maybe that'll be a different thing. I don't know. It will be nice to see the games. Exactly. The games. Yeah. Have you been watching the spring training games? Well, I've been recapping them, so mm-hmm. I've had to. Yeah, true. But they're you just have, not the same. You have MLB TV, or are you able to watch them otherwise? No, I got MLB TV. Same. Where do you see the Cubs finishing this season? For some reason, I've got the number 88 for wins. Mm-hmm. Keeps sticking in my head. Okay. And that's I think that's better than projected. So, yeah, yeah for sure. I think they're going to win 88 games. I would now, take will that. will that be enough to... To yeah. win, I don't know. I like 88, because in my mind, I've been thinking 85, mm-hmm. give or take. So I'm good with 88. I think 88 can win that division for sure. And if it doesn't... Yeah, I'm a little bullish. Yeah, if, if 88 doesn't win the division, I still think that's a solid amount of wins, considering, obviously, two years ago, they yes. won 85 games, right? So I don't know how it would have played out. over the. I think over the if they had a full 162 last season, I was going to say... If they had a full 162, I don't know what would have ended up happening. But if they had a full 162, that would imply that everything was normal and that Brian and Baez probably get out of their rut and they had fans. So it's just, it's just, you can't even really go there. That's true. That's true. It's too hard to even assume. You can't prove a negative. Yeah. So what's, what's one thing that excites you about this team? Uh, Just the lineup. I like on paper, they've got a very good lineup, top to bottom. Now, will they live up to that? I have no idea. But a bit quick, it would be scary. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Probably at least one of the best lineups in the division. I know the Cardinals with Arenado is, you know, Mm -hmm. an upgrade. But we'll see how he does away from Colorado. The splits are a little bit, you know, interesting there for Arenado, as we all know. So They're not good, though. Yeah. So I like the Cubs lineup, too. I agree with you about the bullpen. I'm a little iffy on that. (laughs) But I do think the rotation is pretty solid. Uh, If Arietta can be... I know, I know wins and losses aren't the number we really look at, but if he wins like 14 games or something. Like a third, fourth starter. Right. I think he could be a good innings guy. But I want to see Trevor Williams, Alzali. I think Davis could be really solid again, as like a, as I was saying. And Hendricks, I have no I have no fear about Hendricks. Yes. I trust him. He might have you know struggles. We'll see that every now and then, but he's good. Uh, we trust Hendricks. That's the one guy I have, I have all faith in, so I'm not worried about him. So... Has there been any surprises that you've noticed, whether just players or a player, or obviously maybe you could say Peterson, but something that you may have noticed that you're encouraged about or even discouraged about? Well, honestly, Nico Horner. I feel really good about Nico was great. Yeah. So even if he's not up right away, the progress has been very good. That's what it sounds like, too. That I'm trying to think of who else. Yeah, Ross was saying that with Nico, he thinks he's going to be an all-star gold glove guy down the road. Now, of course, he could be just saying that. I don't think he's just saying that. But he's also, you know, he's talking him up, which is good. I want to hear that. But he looked good. Yeah. He had a good spring. Pitching-wise, you know, no one's really stood out. I like Davies. But, yeah, other than pitching's been solid, but not great. So Yeah, I hope that, you know, while the playoffs is obviously a goal, we keep hearing, and in some ways it is a transition year, but of course, while the playoffs are the goal, I do want to know and you know I want to see players play well and yes. see that there is a future just beyond this season. So whether it's Alzali or you know a guy like Nico, obviously in the infield, I just want to see progress, and that will be one of the big takeaways for me. Yes. Before we uh before we close, so I'll do what you do. We'll talk a little bit of hockey. So the Blackhawks have kind of hit a bit of a Rough patch a little bit, but they hit the wall a little bit. Yeah. Do they make the playoffs, you think? I don't know. They got Kirby Doc back in the uniform, so that's good. But 
you know, the stars and the uh, predators now. They're both on a roll. And I'm just, you know, I don't know if I trust the Blackhawks to, you know, hold on. I'd like to be surprised. Yeah. I'm glad they have Doc back, but I don't think they're going to make it. They have Nashville, Carolina, Nashville, Dallas, Dallas, and then they play Columbus. They have they have to beat the the Predators. Yep. Yeah, they have to beat the Predators, and they they struck out the first game. But in general, would you say that the outlook on the team, similar to the Cubs, is a little bit more maybe promising beyond this season? Because I know before the year, yes. no one no one thought the Hawks were going to be what they've been. I do feel a little better. Yeah. Kevin Lankin has been great in goal, and without Taze, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the young guys have been stepping up. Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel better. They're developing faster than I expected. So, yeah, I mean, I did not expect them to be this. Right. I thought they'd have no shot. So can't complain. I guess it means that Stan Bowman will be around much longer, though. <laughs> can't get rid of that guy. Were you surprised when John McDonough was let go? I kind of was. But I think they just, for there was some internal conflicts and stuff. And, yeah, they're, you know, personalities butted heads. And, yeah, the family won. So Have you been watching March Madness? I have. Did you have it's a, bracket? a weird year, but yeah, I did. Yes. Did you have in your final? I picked Illinois. Okay, that makes sense. Are you an Illinois fan? Nope. Just everyone on Twitter was talking about him so much. I'm like, all right. I had Gonzaga and Baylor, so that's still alive. And Gonzaga looks, you know, it's funny. The uh, I feel like March Madness is always unpredictable, and I think even more so this year. But as unpredictable as it is, I feel like Gonzaga is still as predictable to win it all as any team could be because they're just so dominant. I never pick them because they always get there and never win. Right. So I'm like, you know what? Because I don't mind Gonzaga. So I'm like, well, if I pick against them, maybe they'll win. Right. Sure enough. (laughs) They might just do it. And you're also a Lakers fan, right? So how do you feel about the Lakers? I know they're without LeBron right now, right? They need LeBron and Davis back. Then I'll be fine. But they need those guys back. You think they'll repeat? Because without them, they suck. I just worry about those guys being... Healthy. Being healthy. If they are, they've got a really good shot. It's one of those situations with the NBA where they can be out right now as long I mean they'll be in the playoffs regardless. And as long as they're back for the playoffs, they'll probably just dominate and play Brooklyn or something in the in the As final. long as they get in, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Cubs baseball against Pittsburgh. <laughs> they'll probably lose at least one game. I'll be I'll take it. I always take two out of three, but it sucks. I hate so much in baseball when a team blows a game, like blow a save. It's the worst thing. But when they come back against yes. a team later on, it evens out. I'm like, all right, I can take that. But there's nothing worse in baseball than a blown save, ninth inning. Just take care of business against Pittsburgh and Milwaukee. I hope so. They have the Braves twice in April, so they'll be done with Atlanta early. So that I mean, that's our. They have a softer schedule early in the year, so I think we'll know if they're yeah good or bad early. Yeah, because they'll be playing everyone again this year as opposed to last year when it was just the NL and AL Central. So they'll see everybody. Yeah, not in division, yeah. Exactly. Well, Sean, thanks for coming on. I've been on your podcast a few times. Have you guested on on uh, many podcasts? I have not, no. Awesome. Well, we'll have to do it again. I'll always, I'm always ready to come on yours when you need me. I'll have you back on. We can chat, whatever, Cubs. Subscribe to my podcast. Yeah, plug your stuff. Uh, holy cow, Cubs podcast, emergency goalies. Go ahead and uh, follow those, subscribe. Thanks again for making time. It was good chatting with you. Of course, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Three, two, one, zero, 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 zero.